Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 34 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's guest is Lars Calio. It was a fun conversation. You know what, I always enjoy these conversations. They're always fun for me because I get to talk about food, which is one of my passions in life. So if you like it, make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod. Give me five stars on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to Back to School Again. It's hosted by Karen Ingram, who is sponsored by Northwest College. She interviews people who have returned to the classroom in midlife. It chronicles her journey as an adult who finds herself back in school. You'll also learn about unique programs at Northwest College that help provide learning opportunities for all. It comes out every two weeks. I've listened to every episode. I find it interesting because... You know, I've talked about this before on the podcast. My wife is going back to school in midlife, so it's sort of a personal connection. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you give it a listen. And subscribe and check it out online at backtoschoolagain.ca. Say it no, hey, I don't care. You can make <laughs> it up. Maybe you have a better version than uh, than anybody else. Uh, Kellyo. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that because I'm and listeners of the podcast know I'm just horrible with names and I always mess it up. And oh, make it make it a gag. Change yeah, it every time. It's like almost like Scott Ackerman and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just change yeah. it every every time. You can call Lars Lance yeah. Lawrence. You can call me whatever you want. I never care. <laughs> hey, you. So, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Glad you're here um, in my little makeshift studio in my house. So um, It's perfect. Yeah, it's kind of cozy. I like it. Um, so, I always like to talk about food. All right. What's your go-to food? Like, if you're just hungry for a nice snack, what do you go for? I, I have... I'm fortunate. So, I've been a, a comedian for 10 years. I can eat anything. Yeah. So I don't have, I like great food, you know, you eat in five-star restaurants, and I like truck stop food, and yeah, I I like, I can eat anything, probably except for, I, I, I've never had chicken feet, okay. like a dim sum, so I've never ate chicken feet, uh, and I know some people who ate monkey brains when they were touring Asia, I don't think I could do that, but outside of a chicken head or chicken feet or monkey brains, I don't think there's anything... I couldn't eat, so I like uh, I like it all, and I'm a I enjoy cooking, but yeah. I'm a terrible cook, I'm a yeah. dreadful cook. So I I don't believe that. I think everybody has their good points of cooking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, there's a very funny comedian out of Edmonton named Dan Clark, and um, he one time we were at an open mic, and he turned to me and said, "When was the last time you bought groceries?" <laughs> and because I was by myself all the time. It's just as cheap for me to, you know, if I'm eat at a club and it's 50% off, it's just as cheap to yeah. eat a, you know, eat something there as it is to cook something for myself at home. So I, 
I ate out for probably 10 years straight. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I agree with you with chicken feet. <laughs> I, there's, I'll try almost anything. Chicken feet is on my list. And then somebody brought up the point of duck feet with the web in them. Oh, oh no. That, that would just be even worse, I think. Just yeah. The whole webbing. just Yeah, just brutally horrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd do that. But other than that, I, I like everything. Yeah. So you talk about going to the clubs. Is there any clubs that have really good food? Oh, yeah. Hilarity's in Cleveland. Okay. Hilarity's in Cleveland. The food is exceptional. It's like top notch. Uh, Rumors has some pretty good food in Winnipeg. Um, where, who, where else has good food? There's uh, a lot of times they it's just cl- like um, pub food. Yeah. Because let's say a club seats 200, 300. Everybody comes in at once. Yeah. And everybody leaves at once. So it's not very many restaurants where everybody in the place gets seated at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, the comic strip, they have a very limited kitchen. They do a great job with it, but the kitchen's quite small. Okay. So they have a couple of deep fryers, a couple of ovens, and, you know, four burners. And so 300 people in the club, and you're basically chicken fingers or yeah. wings. or And the food's still good, but... Very difficult to work with the limited, you know, limited kitchen. Yeah. And especially with how quickly you have to turn everything out. So yeah. a lot of times it's just deep fried stuff that you can make. Yeah. So um, there's, I don't know, where else? Um, I'm trying to think of like another club that's, sometimes the hotels you stay at, the food's exceptional there. Okay. You know, so they put you up in a hotel with really great food. Nice. So we were in Singapore and the breakfast buffet at the hotel in, was it Singapore? Was it Bangkok. It was Bangkok. The breakfast buffet there was the greatest breakfast buffet I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. It was, and they put us up there again, and it is off the hook. It's amazing. So, what makes it so good? Like, it has everything. So when you walk in, and I could get the name of the hotel, I'll look it up. Um, when you walk into the breakfast buffet, it is this giant room. And all these different stations of everybody making all this. And there's all this different fruit. All this amazing fresh fruit. And fruit that I'd never had before. Like dragon fruit. Which I had never. I had no idea how to eat before I went to Asia. And so all the fresh fruit you'd ever want. Great coffee. And then omelet stations. And egg stations. And you know. Even like lunch stuff. It's it's off the hook. Yeah, Yeah yeah. That. So sometimes you stay in hotels with great food there. I always like going to a breakfast buffet where somebody's cooking something, whether it's an omelet station or a crepe station or something like that. I've always found it exciting. So yeah, that's that makes it unique. Maybe not so unique, but if you have multiple and just like, I bet you the displays looked amazing too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, Car- carving oh. fruits and stuff like that. Oh, it was so great. And um, for your for your listeners, I'm uh, I'm searching my photos for a, a picture of the buffet. Because it is off the hook. So you guys, maybe we'll tweet it out or something like that. But uh, the breakfast buffet was gigantic. I probably get the name of the hotel too. If anybody's headed to Bangkok, <laughs> you could go there. Um, well, here it is. Here. So this was this was just one one part of it. Oh, that's amazing. And giant. Yeah, there's just so much in that one little part. Yeah, and it was yeah so. So so many options, and I wonder if I can get the name of the hotel. I should have it somewhere, I would think. Oh, well, I'll get it for you. So, you were there two nights? Uh, we were there four nights the first year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we did a bunch of shows. We were doing a comedy festival that went around Asia, 
And uh, and then the next year we were there. I was there four nights the first year, two nights the second year, and then one night this past year. And oh, here's a big shot of it. So th that's that's kind of what the room looked like. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's awesome. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at it, just thinking of all the different things. And I, I think brunch buffets are the best buffets because you get a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. And like better than supper buffets because. And it was the Westin yeah. in Bangkok. Okay. The Westin Sukhumvit, which is a, po a popular area in Bangkok. So the Westin Sukhumvit has the best breakfast buffet I've ever seen. Thanks. Did you have any other foods in yeah, Bangkok? Like, everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the street food in Vietnam yeah. is unbelievable and super cheap. So we were when we were doing the comedy festival, there was a group of um, the people who were like taking us around, a couple comedians as well, Brian and Diana are their names. I just saw them in Germany last week. And so they've moved from Vietnam to Germany now. But um, the food in Vietnam is incredible. And $2, $3, yeah. a beer's a dollar everywhere you go. Nice. And the street food is great. It is, yeah, it's impressive. And the same with Bangkok. Like, uh, you know, if you like um, Tom Yum Soup, which is one of my favorites, like, it's it's awesome. And then, you know, Pad Thai and all, all, all the classics but but i think if you get pad thai there it's probably yeah like so traditional and oh yeah, probably yeah tastes even better and, and probably different as well just like yeah you're i mean it's right from the source yeah you're, you're in exactly. the motherland so it's it'd be like going to italy and having pasta like, yeah <laughs> probably so much better instead of i don't know for, for me i find canadianized food yeah yeah they, they certainly make it so that it's you know similar to stuff we have make it palatable yeah that's interesting. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, I, I just find international foods interesting. I've never been to Bangkok, but someday I want to. Like, there's Bangkok, Shanghai, Tokyo. I want to go to these places and get like street foods and like venture out into the countryside where like a grandmother is making food and you know she's been making it for years and years the same way and it's probably so good. Yeah, they know so, what they're doing. Yeah, like. People ask me what my favorite food is, and it's anything made by a grandmother. <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah, so, like, have you ever had food from a grandmother that's just been horrible? You, yeah, usually the Ukrainian babas. Yeah. So, anytime you do something in Vegreville or around that area, it's such a big Ukrainian population that you'll always get the best homemade pierogies you've ever yes. had in your life. So, are you for sour cream on your pierogies or no sour cream? I'm in favor of sour cream. Yeah. I'm okay without it. I can eat them without it, but I like it. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's I, I like them without it because they're so flavorful. I think sometimes with a packaged one, you need a little bit of oomph in it with sour cream. But yeah. Yeah, I just like homemade stuff. <laughs> it's bringing a smile to my face and just thinking about it. So Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, so, um, you know, you, you're all over the world. You're in Canada. I seen you were in the East Coast, Halifax. Did you have Donaires while you oh, were there? So we were there for four days or five days. I think I was there for five days. I had Donaires three times. Nice. And I, I referenced uh, Halifax Donaires. And for your listeners, I don't know if you know this, but people from Halifax are called Haligonians. Yeah. I didn't know that until I was out there. Um, so Pizza Corner is a very popular place, but there's tons of great... So the Donaire sauce, and if you're from... If, if you're not from... Canada or Western Canada or Alberta, you might not know what a donaire is. 
So kind of a, a gyro, but not really. Kind of a shawarma pita, but not really. It's its own thing. It's its own. And um, so donairs are, my roommate makes the best donair I've ever had. And I've had the Halifax yeah. donairs are off the hook. And so in Halifax, went down, had a donair the first night I was there. And it was, I'm not kidding, a spiritual experience. And I wish I was kidding. <laughs> It was amazing. And so three of the five nights I had, they're so big. And the sauce on the Halifax donairs is sweeter than it is here in Alberta. Yeah, it it's is. sweet Definitely sauce. Is. Um, and they're bigger. Yes. They're humongous. They're like a small baby almost. Yeah. When you have to carry it up the road. Oh, so great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pizza Corner. I used to live in Halifax, so... Pizza Corner is definitely something I've been to many a times and getting donairs. And, um, how do you feel about donair pizza? I like it. I used to... Now if I'm at a point where... I, when I was in university, I used to, we used to probably have it maybe once a month, once every couple of months because yeah. there's a good place in Edmonton that made a good pizza donair. But um, it was... <laughs> it's not, Yeah, now I'm just good with the donair. Okay, yeah. So. I, I like the donair more than the donair pizza. The donair pizza has to be cooked properly. Yeah. You have to put the meat on top, not underneath the cheese, I find. Because it gets a little crispy and nice. So. That's fair. I would agree with that. And then and then we would have pizza su- or uh, donair subs sometimes. Yeah. Donair subs are already. But I agree with that. If, if, when they try and make it like a pizza pizza instead of like a donair, it, it doesn't work. No. So. No, you're right, you're right on that. And, and donair subs are good, but they're no donairs. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's too much bread for a sub. Yeah. I like the pita where it's just there and it's, I don't know, part of the donair experience is sort of the mess it makes as well. Like, you have to have, like, some yeah. napkins and... Agree. <laughs> and I don't know, I've lost count of how many times I woke up after walking home from, like, the marquee to Pizza Corner and then just waking up in donair sauce. <laughs> almost a ritual so yeah it's i miss a donair from halifax and there's some good places in calgary but just i think it's the ambiance as well that makes it so much better if you come up to edmonton at any time and i happen to be home i'll ask my roommate the, the guy who owns the house i live in to make you a donair yeah it'll be like home it's the best i i'm so he's a, an amazing cook he's a great yeah. cook and if I come home, if I'm on the road for two or three months, when I come home, he'll make donairs my first night home. Nice. It is the best thing in the world. It's, so if you ever come to Edmonton, message me and I'll ask him to make donairs. <laughs> it is like I, I, so good. I think I make a good sauce, but not a good meat yet. Like I've tried. He, bu- he buys it from the source. Okay. Yeah, so he'll get you actual donair meat. Okay. Yeah, nice. I'll ask him how to get you donair meat. So. Like, I've tried to make it. I find it comes out a little bit dry, but it's. Oh, the heat is he's so yeah, good at it. But the donair sauce that I make is, is almost spot on. <laughs> I'm starving now. <laughs> is it, like, it's mostly like 300% sugar and a little bit of... Yeah, milk, uh, milk, cream or something. Yeah, um, evaporated milk. Evaporated milk, and then yeah. vinegar to curdle it. Which sounds kind of gross, but it comes together nicely. And yeah, I love it. Like drops from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, donairs are... Are you like a traditionalist, just onions and tomato on there and just... Yeah. So I, when I was growing up, I would never put cheese on it because whether I was, you know, 
I couldn't afford the dollar for cheese. Yeah. And so I remember a lot of times never wanting, I thought it was a ripoff. I remember being a teenager being like, oh, I'm not going to pay for cheese. And now I almost always get cheese as well. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. yeah. I usually leave the cheese off. I, yeah? I, I don't know, because I think that's the way I originally had it without cheese. And, yeah, just leaving the cheese off and just onion, tomato, sauce, meat. Good, yeah, love it. But but I'm not against cheese. If somebody gave me a donair with cheese on it, I'm not going to throw it back in their face. <laughs> that's for sure, so. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, did you, at Pizza Corner, would you get a slice of pizza as well? Or no, I just had donairs just every donair, time. Yeah. yeah, like I said, three of the five days I was at the... Halifax Comedy Festival, I had donairs. Yeah, nice. So, would you get uh, like fresh seafood at any places like that? Or just... I ate lobster while I was out there. Yeah. Um, and so we went and did some cliched lobster type stuff. Yes. So I enjoyed it though. I like, I do like all food. I, yeah. Everything from sushi to, to Vietnamese to Thai. To... It sounds like it. That's, it. Like I'm almost the same way. Like I'll try just about anything. There's some foods that I don't like, but like we talk about the chicken feet yeah, yeah that's just and, and mushrooms I, just, I stay away from really mushrooms. yeah it's a texture thing okay like if they're on pizza i'll pick them off i don't mind the flavor of them still being on there but just the whole texture huh yeah like i just pick them off and give them to my wife and yeah, we, we make a good couple yeah. stuff that she likes or hates that she puts on my plate perfect so, yeah nothing goes to waste yeah it's, it's like my wife and i with chicken wings i like the drama she likes the two wing bones. sure yeah so it's like she gets that and I get we get a mix of it and we'll trade off on wings so perfect yeah so is that how you knew pretty much yeah soulmates <laughs> right there if you can give to the chicken wings <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um are you you must like chicken wings I do I have no preference yeah um what do you like on your chicken wings is there a flavor that you Ooh, like? good question. Um, I'm, there was a place in Edmonton um, called Rouge Lounge. It's not around anymore, but they were about my favorite. It was, uh, they were called Rouge, Salt and Rouge Wings. And Salt and Rouge Wings were kind of salt and peppery, but a little bit, um, you know the chili sauce like, uh, like that you could actually spread? So it wasn't quite hot sauce. It was more of a chili sauce, like flakes. Oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was salt and rouge they were called. Those might have been my favorite. Yeah. Um, hot wings, probably just standard hot wings. And it's yeah. funny because because I'm not a picky eater, when I'm at Boston Pizza and they go, do you want like deep, like fried or oven baked? I'm like, I don't have a preference at all. Yeah. And they go, oh, did you want a boneless or bone in? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I, it's almost too many choices where I'm like, just chicken wings. Yeah, just just chicken wings. So I like hot wings probably is my my first choice, and then salt and pepper would be my second choice, um, and then probably honey garlic occasionally. But mm. yeah, but uh, what I did the other day, I got honey garlic wings and I dipped them in hot sauce. Yeah, fair. So that was that was a nice little touch. And did you invent a name for them, or you like the, these are the Avery because you could add something new? No, I didn't. But I set off a trend at the table because one of the other guys did it. This all the time now, <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was a good wing day. Not well, is there a bad wing day? That's fair. Uh, I think I've had some that were like way overdone. Yeah. So there's I think out of the you know 500 wing days I've had in my life, I think there was one or two that weren't great. But that's a good wing day. Yeah, true, true. Um, 
Hey everyone, I'm just going to take a quick time out to give you a quick ad from our sponsor. If you're an artist, check out ATB's Branch for Arts and Culture. A bank, a music venue, a creative space all in one. So whether you're a budding musician who's wanting advice on how to save for a new instrument, or an artist looking for a bank that understands how business works, ATB can help. Visit atb.com slash the branch to find out more. And back to the conversation with Lars. What is the best food that you have? Like, what do you make that you think is horrible, oh. but is good? Like, I guess, what do you make is good? Uh, well, I, 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 I heard a story about Anderson Cooper, the reporter for yeah. CNN, and he said he just has the same thing every day for lunch because food is just an inconvenience to him. Like, you know, he has to eat to sustain himself, yeah. but he just, he just wants, just give, give me food so I can get on with my day. And when it comes to breakfast, I really do just like bacon, eggs, and one piece of toast. If there was fruit on the plate, great. If there was, but I would have bacon and eggs. If I could wake up and there was two eggs over easy, four or five strips of bacon, and a piece of brown toast, I, I could get my day started and get out the door and get going. Yeah. And I, so for the first five years where I, when I started comedy, I had a day job. I worked for a power company downtown Edmonton. And there was a place called Chicken for Lunch, which is still there. And I would go every morning. So Monday to Friday, I would go down at 7.30 in the 7.45 in the morning, and I would get my breakfast. And it was bacon, eggs, two pieces of toast. And I think that there might have been like a slice of tomato with it. But that's all I want. Yeah. So I'm not very good at making over easy eggs. Okay. And it's almost the bane of my... I don't do it enough to be great at it. But So I'm... I make a good omelet, but I just put in lots and lots of cheese. So everybody who has an omelet that I've made goes, that's great. I'm like, yes, just because there's a ton of cheese in it. That's all. So when you make your eggs and you're trying to flip them, is that where they go yes. awry? Have you ever tried to make basted eggs? Excellent question. Um, I was on a flight, and I sat next to a guy who owned a restaurant. When I fly United, I get bumped up to first class often. So this, <laughs> this guy that I was next to owned a restaurant in Regina, and he said, baste them. Yeah. And so I've gotten a little better at that, but every now and then I get cocky, and I'm like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna flip them, and then I have scrambled eggs. So uh, I, I do an all right breakfast. I, I don't think I have a specialty for lunch. I mean, like really as simple as grilled cheese. I make a good sandwich, but I'm really not much of a cook, and mainly because I haven't devoted any time to it. It wasn't something I was ever interested yeah. in. I'm like, I'm out the door. When I see, there's a friend of mine who I'll see tonight. His name's Derek. He grew up cooking. His mom owned a catering business. And I watch him season things. And I didn't know what season to taste meant. Yeah. He would just season it. What did you put in it? I don't know. I made it great. And the guy that I live with, Brad, is the exact same way. And that he, when he makes stuff, the attention to flavor is incredible. It's like having the foresight to go, I'm going to dip my honey garlic wings in hot sauce. And goes, people go, this is amazing. How come we haven't thought of this before? Yeah. You know, so those guys are great. But I, I'm... It's not that I, I try hard, but I don't really care because yeah. I'll, I'll eat a gas station sub yeah. as soon as I'll eat, you know, a five-star lobster bisque. Yeah. Know, I'm like, oh, let's just get the food in and let's go. We got a show to do. I, I get that too. Like sometimes, like I can make stuff, but sometimes I have like small grilled cheeses. Still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grilled cheese, tomato soup. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic combination. So, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um. So are you just straight up grilled cheese or 
like do you put stuff in it? Sometimes or? ham if they're if I've got sandwich meat, um, but not usually. Just okay. two grilled cheese, lots nice. of ketchup. They had a Campbell's had this um, tomato basil soup, but I haven't been able to find it lately. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever had it. It was great. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't been able to find it in the grocery store, but it was a little. Yeah. You say ketchup. I'm a huge ketchup fan. Uh, do you put ketchup on your eggs? And nope. Uh, Tabasco. Tabasco. That's a nice touch. I like Tabasco as well. Yep. And I I hate to be wasteful. So if I if they don't have Tabasco, I'll ask for hot sauce, but I'll ask them to just, just a half a thing, just a half a ramekin, just a half yeah. a side. Don't put, because there's only two eggs there, so let's yeah. not be wasteful. And they go, oh, no, it's the same price either way. I'm like, yeah, I know it's the same price, but I don't want to throw half of it away. So I'm very... <laughs> I, I get that. I, I get working in a restaurant, people ask for like just a small amount. Like we have this lady where I'm working at now. I want six fries. And she counts out six fries. You give her more than that, she's like, I don't want these. <laughs> and she'll only eat her six fries. And it's just yeah. interesting and weird. But Yeah, it's her thing. You know, like a couple. And I'm probably that way with popcorn. Yeah. So I have three handfuls of popcorn at a movie, and I'm done. That's it. Three handfuls, I'm out. And and so they were like, "Well, it's only twenty five cents for the big bag." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't want to waste half the bag. I'm gonna have yeah. three handfuls of this, and then hopefully whoever I'm with is gonna eat the rest." So. Yeah. And that's the good thing about my wife and I. I'll have a handful of popcorn. And she has the rest. So. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah, love it. And it doesn't matter if it's a big bag or a small bag. Cause <laughs> I'll just still have the one handful. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, we make a good combination. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you get to butter on your popcorn or simulated I, butter? I do. Um, I, I think it's such an overcharge. Yeah. That that's one of the things where I'm like, ah, I'll put it on because I prefer it. But, you know, a dollar fifty for a squirt of butter. Oh. And <laughs> and I'm you know I don't have I don't have kids. I don't have. So I I'm liquid. You know I'm rich enough to try to afford it. But <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah I feel like I'm being ripped off a bit. So. Yeah. And, and that's the way I feel, too, because I don't think it's even resembling real butter. So yeah. It's so... If it was 50 cents, I'm a slam dunk. Yeah. Put it on. Absolutely. 50, you know, if they charge 50 cents, I wouldn't even hesitate. But I'm like, meh, I think you're overcharging for it. What about, like, those flavor shakers? You into that as well? Well, I dated a girl who loved ketchup. Yeah. The ketchup flavor. She loved it. And so how the that relationship worked was... I would get a little side bag, the smallest bag that the little bag that they had for candy or something. Yeah. I would grab one of those, put in my three handfuls, and then she would just cover it in ketchup flavor. So yeah. For your listeners, I'm about to open up a can of soda water. This uh, this episode brought to you by Canada Dry Soda. Citrus flavor. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of ketchup. So. Uh, I don't think I've ever had the combination. Like, I was never a huge. Like I said, my wife does. She doesn't like ketchup, so she's in control of the popcorn. Yeah. So I've never had the flavor shaker, but I do like ketchup chips, and so that's always. But I don't have much because again, my wife controls the the chip. I read a story about ketchup chips, but I I skim read it. So apparently, they had tried all these different flavors in Canada and the U.S. and they did have it in the U.S. when they first launched it, and it didn't stick, and the one in Canada did, so. Interesting. I wonder if that's the same reasoning behind all-dressed chips, where they're yeah. highly popular in Canada, but not in the U.S. And 
that's my go-to flavor. I, I like that one more than ketchup, but yeah, all, all dressed is my favorite. I don't know. Salt and vinegar, probably. Yeah. If I if I got to choose salt and vinegar or barbecue with a dill pickle dip. Really? Oh, it's, uh, growing up, that was our, like, when we sat down for movie time, that's... barbecue chips with dill pickle dip, that's my specialty. <laughs> that sounds so interesting. It's awesome. It's almost like my honey garlic and hot sausages. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm going to have to try that soon. Yeah, I love it. I just have to convince my wife to let me buy barbecue chips and dill, <laughs> dill pickle uh, dip, so... It, like the Philadelphia. Yep. Okay. It sounds interesting. It's awesome. Yeah. So, you like dill pickle dip? Is it a lot better than plain chips or like? I don't eat dill pickle chips. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I had never thought of that connection. Uh, I do. Yeah, I I don't hate them. Yeah. But I if if you listed all of my, I would eat plain chips before I would eat dill pickle chips. Yeah. Me too. We had a, my mom was up and she bought dill pickle chips and they sat in the cupboard for months and months. I didn't eat them. My wife didn't eat them. I think my son eventually ate them like after a, two months maybe. And they were just sitting there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not a good flavor. It, it's not a bad flavor. It's just not the best flavor. Agreed. And there's so many better flavors like nacho cheese chips, like Doritos and stuff and here, here, here's one for your listeners. What dish does your wife ask you to cook the most? Jeez. Um, probably, it's a dish called chicken coddle. Yeah. I don't make it too often, but if she asks for something specific, that's usually what it is. It's like a chicken stew. Um, uh, basically, chicken stew, a lot of thyme, and then mashed potatoes on the outside of the bowl. And then you put the stew in the middle so you can sort of dip your mashed potatoes in the, cool. the stew. And soda bread goes with it. It's an Irish dish. And so Nice. So that's usually what I make. But usually I make what I want in the weekend. She agrees to have it because it's usually good sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's not. Sometimes I'll burn it or who knows what happens. And we're getting pizza that night. Nice. But um, she usually cooks during the week, um, and she's an amazing cook. She cooks a lot healthier than I do. So we have five days of like usually pretty healthy meals, and then on the weekend it's I'll take over. And, like on the weekend, I made pizza subs one night. <laughs> nice. I made uh, it wasn't unhealthy last night, but spaghetti and meat sauce. So yeah. nothing too extraordinary. But the way I did it is I. Put like cream cheese in the meat sauce, then mix it with the spaghetti, then baked it in the oven with a bunch of cheese on top. So it's sort of once you're adding that much <laughs> cheese, it's not too healthy after that. So. You tell her it's keto. Yeah, I could maybe. I don't think she'd believe it. <laughs> but yeah, that's. But then she'll make quinoa salads and beet salads and whatever other salads we have during the week. So it balances out pretty good. Nice. The bigger meals are what to make usually. Make smoked brisket last week. So oh, beauty! So not last weekend, but the weekend before. That was that was fun. Right on. Yeah. So I say those bigger meals are my specialty. That's awesome. I in all my life I've never had a girl ask me to make her anything. Oh. 
I guess that's... Well, my wife and I, she knows that I like to cook, so I'll ask her. Usually it's me asking her, what would you like me to cook? And she'll give me some ideas, so... Nice. And then I'll go with that. And then she'll ask me the same thing. Is there anything you want this week? And I'll tell her and she'll make a healthy version of it. So It turns out pretty good. So, But I'm going to end it on that story. That's pretty much our time. Awesome. So, Lars, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, anything coming up that you'd like to promote? Uh, let's see. We're in uh, Pinocchio Friday, Saskatoon Saturday. Uh, and then we're headed to the U.S. for a couple of weeks. Um, anything of note? Uh, you can follow me on social media, I guess, Extra Lars. So uh, Twitter and Instagram, E-X-T-R-A Lars, Extra Lars. I follow you back um, all the time. So you can follow me, and then I'll follow you, and then you can unfollow me, and you gain a follower. And I don't <laughs> around, so. Awesome. Yeah. And thanks again for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem.